This is Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Listen in as we address your retirement concerns and provide insight to help put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, Retirement Roadmap Radio. Hey folks, and welcome back to Retirement Roadmap. My name is Evan Fricks with Master Plan Retirement Consultants, and with me as always, financial advisor Mark Fricks. We're going to start out with a little recent world news today. Recently, a Nepali climber, Kami Rita Sherpa, scaled Mount Everest for a record 28th time this month, the most by any mountaineer. The Sherpa's first ascent was in 1994. After his 28th descent from the peak, he was greeted to a hero's welcome. On May 29, 1953, Sir Edmund Hillary and Sherpa mountaineer Tenzing Norgay became the first climbers confirmed to have reached the summit of Mount Everest. What is significant, however, is that based on current research, they may not have been the first to reach the top of Everest, rather the first to reach the top and make it back down again. Mark, retirement is like reaching the summit of a great mountain, if you will. You put a great deal of time, effort, and planning into reaching the pinnacle, but oftentimes we see people not putting as much time, planning, and effort into making the trip back down again. Yes, I love the story. We use it sometimes in class. It's in my book about uh, having a Sherpa. Uh, we call it a retirement Sherpa. And just like the story with, with uh, Edmund Hillary, he hired a professional to not only get him to the top of the mountain because they know how to read the weather, what path is the right path to take, when to camp down, when to climb, all of this, but they also know how to get him back down. And so you think about the, the Sherpa story with, with Sir Edmund Hillary. Um, you know, as, as they're climbing, they're using up supplies, they're using up energy, um, they are um, getting tired, cold. And so by the time they reach their peak, they're not at their peak anymore, right? <laughs> They've lost a lot of that peak. And so the most difficult part of the journey is coming back down. And so having that Sherpa being able to hopefully up on the way up, maybe conserve some energy, conserve some food. But also once you've reached that goal, sometimes there's a letdown. You know, it's almost like, I'm, you know, as you know, I'm a big sports fan. And so it's hard for a champion to repeat, whether it be Super Bowl, whether it be college football, whatever. The second time is harder because you've reached that peak. You've had the exhilaration. You've used up all that energy. A lot of things might have gone your way that year, less injuries or whatever. Uh, and then so that second time or, or, or coming back down the peak, uh, which with us is, of course, retirement. Reaching the peak is, hey, I've made it. I can stop working. I don't have to get up at 7 a.m. every morning, whatever. Uh, so now I can glide is kind of the feeling that a lot of people get. And, and so the important thing about the first man that they think reached it um, and his friend, and I said friend, not Sherpa, um, was Irvin, and he was a best friend but had not been trained in climbing. Now, they were both experienced climbers. Don't, don't get me wrong. Irvin wasn't a golf buddy, okay? He was a climber too, physically fit, but he wasn't a professional, not only at getting to the top of the mountain, and I'm sure they did all kind of research and everything else, but also getting them back down the mountain. And so that's why we love the story, because it does talk about the fact that it is important to have a guide uh, to to take care of that second half, probably, and again, more important. I mean, think about when you're, when you're trying to reach the peak in retirement. What, how complicated is that, okay? Put money away. Uh, if your company has a 401k, put money in there. If they give you free money, take it. 
Okay, maybe buy some life insurance in case you pass away if you got kids, a spouse that would be left behind, things of that nature. But it's not like rocket science, okay? Um, a lot of people think that once they reach that peak of retirement, that the, the road back down is just as simple. Hey, I'm just going to keep my money invested the way it is. Uh, you know, I've always had to pay taxes. I'll keep paying taxes. Um, I've always had income coming in, so I'll just take money out of my 401k. It's not that simple. Mm -hmm. and, and so I think the Sherpa story is a wonderful story uh, in the fact that, um, you know, I love, to, I love to tell folks this. I mean, the greatest golfers in the world, um, you know, we'll take Tiger Woods because it's a very common name. Um, he has a coach. He has a Sherpa, <laughs> and, and he works with him. And, and so, you know, the best baseball players in the world have batting coaches and pitching coaches and all this. And so just because you're, you're great doesn't necessarily mean you don't need tweaking, you don't need help, and especially as you maybe you get toward the end of your career. Uh, you need some extra help because, again, you're tireder, you're older, uh, things don't work the same way that they used to work. And, and so uh, I think the Sherpa story is a great way to illustrate you know, the problems that can come in if you don't have the right kind of help. And Evan, I think the, the thing I hear the most is people don't know that there is a such thing as a retirement Sherpa. Mm -hmm. Now, we don't call ourselves that, of course. We are retirement consultants and advisors. Um, but um, a, a Sherpa or a retirement Sherpa is much more than just an investment advisor. It's much more than somebody, a broker. It's much more than an insurance agent. We take a combination of that plus about six or eight other roles, combine them together because one day it could be the weather, the next day it could be um, you know, the fact that we're running low on food, the next day uh, you know, maybe there's an avalanche or, or heavy winds, the next day you know, I'm getting frostbite. I mean, so there's always something going on and on the way down again, those, those problems are multiplied so much. So I think it's a great illustration, a great story. Uh, make sure you get my book and uh, read about that in the first chapter. Yeah, that's a good point, folks. Actually, if you go to our website, masterplanretire.com, you can find a link, a link to Mark's calendar where you could schedule your complimentary consultation with him, discuss your woes, your fears, your joys, your goals um, in retirement and in life. Uh, but beyond that, you can also reach out to us. We'd be happy to send you one of Mark's books, which is actually behind me, The Road Less Traveled. Um, it's just a collection of poetry, mostly. Uh, no kidding. Uh, it's, it's a lot of stories. Uh, the Sherpa stories in there. Uh, a lot of metaphors and uh, stories as well of people that we have worked with uh, or come across and Mark has come across in his long career um, and what he learned from that in retirement planning and, and how he applies um, his and our philosophy to retirement planning. So it's really useful. Um, we, we, yeah, give us a call. We'd love to get that out to you. That's masterplanretire.com. Check that out. So Mark, to, to recap a little bit, um, going up the mountain is the accumulation phase of our life and theoretically once we reach the top that is the peak of our earning potential that's mm -hmm. when we're making the most money in our life and hopefully we've been able to accumulate and save and and frankly most of the tools that people are familiar with are all geared towards the accumulation phase 401ks IRAs mm -hmm. employer sponsor plans anything like that um, that's pretty much what most people know as, as far as um, uh, retirement vehicles or savings vehicles or investment vehicles, period. It's just all about that growth. But we know once we um, get to the top of the mountain, the same tools that got us up there are not the same tools that get us back down. Exactly correct. It's, it's so interesting because we come in and, and we see 
almost every time people come in, they have the same accounts. They have the same weighting on each account. Like the 401k is their bigger account. They have a, maybe a baby Roth. They have, you know, whatever it may be. Um, but they're not designed for the journey back down or they're not designed for retirement. They're designed for, as you said, the accumulation phase. And so I, co- I kind of coined the, fa- uh, the phrase, the decumulation phase. I'm not sure if that's in the dictionary or not. Yeah. But, um, so that's when we start taking that money that we've been gathering and dispersing it back to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, that may sound really simple. That may sound, you know, but the problem is a lot of people think from a standpoint of how my grandfather retired. You know, I've told this story before. I mean, um, granddaddy uh, basically um, you know, worked at the mill for 40 years, had a great pension. Social security was good. Um, his house was paid for. CDs were paying 6 and 7%. Um, and they learned to live on very little, right? And so he retires. There's not a lot of things to do. He didn't have a 401k or an IRA. They weren't in existence then, right? So the, the taxes of money coming out during retirement wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, and then he died a few years later. He didn't have to worry about outliving his money. No, not at all. And, and so that's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have an average couple that reaches retirement age. They, they estimate at least one of them, a uh, very high probability of them living to age 90. So if you retire at 60 or 65, that's 25 or 30 years that your money's got to last. How do you make that work? I had somebody in the office the other day and they said, well, what about if we just set up a really good dividend stock portfolio? I said, well, you know, that's the way they used to do it. Right. <laughs> but the problem with that is, number one, Dividends aren't guaranteed. And if you don't know, dividends are basically profits of companies that they share with the shareholders, just to make sure we're all on the same page. And so what happens in bad times, like recessions and bear markets like we're in now? Well, dividends are cut because their profits are cut, or maybe they disappear totally. Okay. So this this uh, client I was talking to, they said, well, I'll just sell the stock. I said, I just said that we're in a bear market. The stock's down 20%. Why are you right. going to sell your stock when it's down? You know. So he was like, Wow, you know, I hadn't thought about that part. You know, so, uh, so, so th- that doesn't work anymore. And so there are new tools available that weren't around 20 years ago, or some of them not even around five years ago, that we stay up on, we use, and it looks totally different than that accumulation phase, right. than that climb up that mountain. It's a totally different view. Um, I don't know why this popped in my head, but whenever I do hiking. Um, uh, you know, I'm not sure if going up the hill is harder or down. I mean, I know it's hard to climb up a hill, but sometimes coming down, you're trying to stop yourself yeah, <laughs> from yeah. falling. And cl- yeah, yeah, it's a different muscle group, you know, and maybe you're not as used to using those, but maybe that's part of part of the story as well. But um, it, it, it is so many different things. You know, what becomes more important? Well, number one is, um, you know, Social Security. When should you take it? Um, I'm just mystified and, and, and always surprised. I shouldn't be anymore about how many people say I'm retiring at age 66 and eight months. Mm. Well, I know that that's what it says in their social security report is their full retirement age mm. has nothing to do when you should take it. Okay. Or when you should retire, uh, an income plan. You didn't need an income plan when you were working. Your income plan was you went to work and every Friday you got a paycheck. That was your income plan, right? And then you tried to make sure you didn't spend it all by the next Friday. Mm-hmm. In retirement, where's that income coming from and how guaranteed is it? Because I can tell you that there's very few people I talk to that are willing or able to live on two Social Security checks. Right. Uh, that's, that's maybe $3,000 a month. 
And if that's what you want to live on, and you can you can do that and get used to it, that's fine. You're you're okay, but you're still going to have an income gap because what happens with Social Security, Evan? It does not keep up with inflation. Exactly. Well, and how many people do you know from your client base alone that really want to take a pay cut once they stop working? Really, nobody wants to. Right. You know, and and we try to make it where they don't. Uh, and in most cases, we're successful. Mm -hmm. Now, it always does depend on how much they want coming in, and so we work with them on that. Mm -hmm. What's your real after retirement budget? Because again, the budget's different coming down the mountain than it was going right. up the mountain. Uh, they're saying things you're going to want to spend money on in retirement, other things you're not going to have to spend money on. Okay, uh, so so there's just a different budget. So that, that that's another thing that's different. Taxes are going to be different because you know when you're working, you don't pay much attention to taxes. You mm -hmm. pay attention to what your check is, right? And then at the end of the year, you hope you don't owe money. If you do, you maybe take a little bit more taxes out during the next year. And I'd argue that there's probably a false sense of security for a lot of people because of their tax deferred accounts. You know, yeah. oh great, I'm saving on taxes or mm -hmm. even, you know, don't have to worry about that. Well, you will. decumulation <laughs> phase is, yeah. is exponential when you have to add in yeah. the tax burdens as many, well. Many of us, uh, many, many clients and, and many of us, we think in a micro world, which is this year I saved money on taxes because I put all my money in an IRA or a traditional 401k. Mm -hmm. But you're going to pay the piper down the road. We've had tax shows before talking about that. So as that 401k grows and grows and grows, uh, and then you start taking money out to live on, it is 100% taxable. Right. Well, we're, we're geared to have that mindset. We're reporting yeah. our taxes every year. Uh, many people have their own CPA or accountant that helps them out. So that that is a very real and needed mindset. Mm -hmm. uh, but one that is completely overlooked is that yeah. macro point of view. Yeah, absolutely. Years down the road. And, 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 and we get that a lot. I have a client call me up and say, hey, uh, our CPA said we should uh, put $7,500 into an IRA. That's in addition to 401k. And I, I, it'll save us $2,000 on like, taxes. Hey, remember, you have 500000 in, in an IRA already, right? You, know, you maybe want right. to convert some of that stuff. <laughs> right. And, and, and it, as we've said in shows before, that 500000 in your 401k or IRA doesn't all belong to you. Right. Part of it belongs to Uncle Sam or the IRS. How much? We don't know because it depends on what your tax rate is in retirement. So, so many different things. We've not even touched on a lot of them at this point, but just a different, totally different look coming down the mountain than it was going up that mountain. Right. Going down, you've, you're carrying the weight of inflation, as you mentioned, taxation, which covers uh, many different types of yeah. accounts. Increasing medical bills is one that we didn't really talk mm -hmm. about. As you get older, that's going to become more and more increasing. Right. Um, and again, the fear of outliving your money. Um, decumulation, focus on preserving the assets you have, making them work for you, and um, making your tax the most efficient as possible is right. becoming increasingly more important. Well, and two of the big ones that we run into a lot is, uh, you mentioned health care, but on top of that, just health care itself, they estimate the average couple will spend $225,000 in retirement mm -hmm. on medical stuff like deductibles and the cost of your Medicare Part B and your supplement. We haven't touched on long-term care. Right. Uh, so is there a plan? Do you have a plan for that? A plan is not going out and buying a policy. I'm not saying you should or shouldn't. That's not a plan. That's a product, okay? Let's come up with a plan. Maybe we don't need a product, okay? What about a premature death of one of the spouses? If you're living on two Social Securities, you know, during the decumulation phase, uh, so you lose a spouse, you're going to lose part of that Social Security is going away. 
Uh, if they have a pension, some of that or all of that may be going away. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you just it's, it's you need a plan for that. So uh, I, I'm very sure I'm not a Sherpa professional or know-it-all, okay? But I'm pretty sure the Sherpa has contingency plans on the way down. Well, that's the Sherpa <laughs> is native to the Himalayan region. Mm-hmm. They are acclimated to the high altitude, deep knowledge of the terrain, the weather patterns. They're literally a hired guide to guide climbers safely up and down the mountain. Sherpa mm-hmm. is a professional. Mm-hmm. And the one that broke the record, um, he's made it back safely every time. Yep. <laughs> 28 out of 28. Yeah. You know, and, and so it, that's kind of their job is to make sure that the people that hired them get them back safely. Uh, I think I saw a movie a couple of years ago about a true story of somebody that climbed Everest, and I think a couple of them didn't make it back. And, you know, it was just, it was just devastating. And I don't remember the reason, if the Sherpa was tired or maybe the, it was a newer Sherpa, what it was. But even then, there can be failures, right? Mm-hmm. But this is to optimize your retirement, to make sure that that either you don't become a dependent of, of your children or you uh, or just run, run out of money before you run out of life, end up living in, in nothing wrong with a tiny house or a camper, okay? I've got lots of people that are full-time RVers. Tiny house and RVing is chic now. It's very, <laughs> it's very much so. By the way, a tiny house is really just a camper, isn't it? Just well, a different name? It just depends on how well you decorate it. <laughs> okay, all right. So um, nothing wrong with that, okay, if that's your plan, okay? And I've got several clients. I uh, had one that the, the last meeting of their planning to put the plan together, their RV was parked to the parking lot. Mm-hmm. They drove from there and hit the road, okay? That was their plan. But anyway, all that being said, you want choices. Well, something that what we always are talking about the dangers and risks and the gotchas or things that we miss or don't consider. We've spent a lot of time talking about those already. Uh, But one of the key points that is equally as important is making sure you're enjoying the journey down the mountain. You're in the Himalayas. (laughs) It's a beautiful region. You've got uh, views for the, as far as your eyes can see, you can enjoy the efforts of your labor and hopefully take in some of the views on your way down. And that's what we try to provide as well as making sure yep. that people have that enjoyment in their retirement. They're not concerned about where's my money coming from, what's the market doing today. Uh, you know, we don't want people who are logging onto their screens every day who are just what's what happened to my market, what happened to my account today in the market, what's going on, and uh, thankfully we don't get too many of those calls because we we try to provide that peace of mind for folks um, so that they can truly enjoy their golden years. Yeah, would it be nice to to no matter what the market's doing, to know you've got guaranteed income for life. That would be nice. I've got people that I've seen retire, Mm -hmm. did not hire us, and they spend their days, just as you said, logging in, my account's down, the check's fixing to come out, I'm going to be selling low again this month. Hey, you know, the average bear market is, I think, 1.4 years. Uh, And it takes uh, up to three to five years to recover back to where you were. Well, imagine if you're taking the thousand dollars out a month. On top of that, yeah. you may never recover totally. So, you know, a plan for income is over here. A plan for growth is over here. Keep them separated. Well, bear market or not, we also know that the market is more volatile than it has ever been. Yeah. Uh, we see that every day. And if you're taking income regularly from an account, what you know, what are you going to do? You're going to are you going to time the market every time you need a yeah. paycheck? I mean, that that's 
that's crazy making, first of all. Yeah. And I can't imagine a, a bigger stressor for your nest egg to watch it start to dwindle as you cut into... I can't imagine that either. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we know the last um, 20 years, uh, so, so the last 100 years, the market has averaged right at 8%. Mm -hmm. It's been consistent. Down 6 one year, up 12 the next, average of 8 The last, since the turn of the century, since the year 2000, it has averaged slightly over 6 so almost 2% less average. And that's a pretty long period of time, 22 years um, of time. Uh, and we have 2% um, less growth over a long period of time. Is that going to continue? I think it will. Volatility, I think, is here to stay for several reasons. Number one is over 70% of all trades are done by computer. Mm -hmm. So if that computer instantaneously reads the need to trade something, every computer that is trading is going to make the same trade. Immediate. And now you have 70% of the computers trading Coke, and that's going to make the Coke stock that much more volatile. Imagine them doing all of these trades all the time. World events is also critical, and I think another one that's not talked about as much is social media. Oh yeah. You start reading on there, you know, about different companies and even the fake stuff where people, uh, you know, I still don't understand how that worked. Maybe you can explain it to me. How all these people got together, sold the same stock, or bought the same stock oh, no, to drive the up the stock, price. The and, game stock, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so social media is driving all that too, and so it's it's so. Um, uh, I mean, look at what's happening now with with people um, boycotting Budweiser, you know, because right. of just one little advertising decision. Twenty years ago, nobody would have even seen that. Well, that, um, that's a huge risk too. I mean, I don't know if you would call it political or cultural at this point, or but you, all. <laughs> uh, you know, Americans especially were so divided between uh, perspectives now that even a company. I mean, you got to be careful no matter what you do. Yep. You know, you, you're going to be offended. You're going to make somebody mad, and that's you know yep. that that adds to volatility. As as silly as that might sound, like a, a cultural war, if you will, yeah, um, much how so. much of an effect that that could have. So yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And, that, and again, that, I don't think that's changing. No, I, no. I, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. So lots of differences in that trip down. And, and you know, the biggest thing, Evan, is uh, people need a retirement Sherpa. And mm -hmm. that is exactly what we are. And if we can help them out, we'd, we'd love to meet with them. So to recap, decumulation you got the proper investments specifically geared for retirement you've got streamlining your tax liability income planning social security planning how to write your own pension plan if you need a pension mm -hmm. uh, creating a lasting legacy um, that which also involves estate planning mm -hmm. asking for directions getting advice from a knowledgeable financial professional who has your best interests at heart that can read the weather absolutely of the world and our government and our taxes and all of that because it's constantly changing. Absolutely. And a fiduciary, best interest at heart. Yeah. Folks, thank you so much for joining us today. Remember our website, masterplanretire.com. You'll find links to the podcast, the YouTube channel. Um, if you're listening to us on the radio, then yeah, go check us out. Uh, look at our, our cute little mugs on YouTube and give us a like and a subscribe. But more importantly, if you'd like to schedule your uh, initial consultation with Mark, that can be a phone call, a Zoom call. Um, you can come, if you're local, come join us in our office in West Cobb, uh, Marietta, Georgia. Uh, we'll buy you a cup of coffee. You can find Mark's calendar there on the website. That's masterplanretire.com. Uh, feel free to call us as well, 770-980-9262. Uh, that's all I have for today, Mark. Well, like the really to, neat uh, part is if you go to the website, there's a little green button that says schedule a meeting. Okay, you mm -hmm. push that button, my calendar pops up. 
and I'm willing to give whatever time you need, as Evan said in the beginning of the show, uh, to talk about your goals, your concerns, your fears, your wants, whatever. And, and we'll have a discussion about that because that's where it begins, is what you want your retirement to look like. And then, um, if you desire, we will run a series of anywhere from six to ten reports, uh, even federal reports. We have a lot of federal workers. We're, we are experts in federal benefits, uh, so we know how they work. Uh, we know that Fegley is not a disease, but a life insurance policy with the government. Uh, so push that button, schedule a time to chat, and we'll be glad to uh, at least give you some guidance and some reports. All right, folks. Glad you joined us. And remember, always plan well and prosper. Take care. This was Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants. To schedule a complimentary consultation, go to masterplanretire.com or call 770-980-9262. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services offered through Master Plan Retirement Consultants, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Mark Fricks and Master Plan Retirement Consultants are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.